Hey there, you're tuned into another episode of All Things Skin, Wellness, and Faith, a podcast where you'll learn simple ways to implement skincare and wellness techniques from a holistic approach. On this podcast, we'll explore practical ways to address skin health and overall holistic spiritual well-being while deepening your faith. I'm your host, Natasha Diaz, a licensed holistic esthetician, day spot owner, and a faithful believer and follower of Christ. And it's time to get ready to get encouraged and empowered as we dive into all things skin, wellness, and faith. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is for you. I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of All Things Skin, Wellness, and Faith. Um, Today, we're getting into a little combo about healing hands and the healing that transpires through touch. And as an esthetician, there is a lot of my work that is hands-on. There's a lot of work that's done through touch. And so I just want to dive into deeper to deeper into that, excuse me. Um, even as within massage therapy, there is a lot of healing that takes place with touch within that industry as well. And today, pretty much what I want to do is just dive into a little bit more of what goes on while those massage um, techniques are taking place even through my role as an esthetician and just kind of compare those a little bit to you know what transpires biblically with healing through touch as well so today like I said we're talking about healing through touch and pretty much um, as an esthetician the majority of my work is done through touch. I do do mainly skincare, which is the majority of my work. I also do some waxing and some other things like that. But for the bulk of what I'm doing is really doing with the skin. And like I said, a huge part is derived through touch. Um, I do a lot of facial work and through the facial work, I'm doing a lot of manipulation of your skin with my hands. And there are many benefits to that so what I wanted to do is just talk about some of those benefits and then kind of talk about how those benefits work and they're you know beneficial to the skin because I know a lot of times those things get overlooked and then I just want to relate that biblically as well and just kind of dive into you know how the two kind of correlate because we know that everything that's done in the natural or everything that's done with our careers and our jobs we know that the Lord has pretty much graced us in those areas for certain reasons and we know that each of us that has a different assignment a different job to do although it looks like it's just a regular you know nine to five we know that ultimately that we're doing our work for his kingdom and even though in the natural it's just like you're a teacher or you're a police officer or whatever it is within the Bible and biblically and according to the word of God we are all assigned 
to do specific jobs for specific reasons. So I'm going to jump in today and just start talking a little bit about what takes place when you're getting your massages and when you're receiving touch through my area, not so much massage therapy, but my area as an esthetician. I just want to dive into a little bit as to what's going on because I feel a lot of the touch that takes place through aesthetics is really overlooked. I think there is a lot of healing, not only um, within my position as an esthetician that takes place through products, but a lot is going on as I'm manipulating and massaging your skin. Now, on some episodes before, we've talked about healing the skin through the use of products. We've also talked about lifestyle changes and implementing supplements. And I think we've touched a little bit on proper healing and things like that. But I just want to kind of dive in today what is going on through the art of massage and touch as I'm touching your skin through out the facial. There is a lot of manipulation and a lot of a massage that takes place. And while that massage is relaxing, there is so much more to it than just the relaxation aspect of it. Now, through facial massage, you do get a lot of circulation to the into the skin, a lot of blood flow, a lot of manipulation of products. The products are really getting massaged deeper into the skin. Microcirculation is being done. And when we're circulating the blood, we're also doing some, I'm also doing some lymphatic massage techniques as well. We all know that the lymph is connected to the circulatory system. That's part of blood flow. And whenever we increase blood flow and we keep, you know, things kind of flowing and moving, we know that it's beneficial in multiple areas. So what are some of those areas? Well, the first thing we want to look at is circulation, circulation of blood. And even just looking at that biblically, we have, you know, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is what we as, we as Christians, what we identify with a lot. We are saved and redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And there's life in the blood. And that same thing kind of relates Again, back with my skincare as I'm massaging and circulating, um, circulating as I'm massaging and yeah, I'm causing the circulation of blood, I'm increasing life within your skin. So you can see those two kind of light line up right there. Now, going back to the massage portion of it and circulating the blood and lymph, we're also, by circulating lymph, we're helping the lymphatic system to kind of cleanse out itself and cleanse out toxins. What that's doing is that's helping your body to heal right then and there. So you can see the correlation right there between touching, massaging, moving the circulation, getting things going, and promoting healing to your body. In addition to that, we're also releasing tension and releasing um, muscles, tighten muscles. And where those tighten muscles really come into place is sometimes like in the forehead area or even in the microlabial lines, like in the side of the smile lines and the side of the face, you get a lot of tension in those areas where you're using those muscles repetitively. They get tight. That's where the wrinkles come in. And what we're doing through massage is we're releasing those muscles. And so by releasing those muscles, what we're also doing is releasing releasing um, wrinkles and who doesn't want that I mean that's like the main reason people come to see me now another thing we're doing is 
we're releasing stress. A lot of times people that have the frown lines in their forehead area, um, that's a lot of stress that gets held in that area. So I mean, even when I'm doing my facial massages, I tend to concentrate a lot in that area because that is an area that people tend to hold a lot of stress. When you hold on to stress, you are basically weakening your immune system and you're enabling your body from healing properly. So even you can see through the use of massage and touch right there, we're increasing circulation, which is causing blood flow, which is releasing toxins. Just to recap, we're releasing muscles, um, tightening, we're releasing tension and muscles, I'm sorry, and we're reducing stress. So already right there, you can see through, through touch, we have three different areas that we are causing healing through by the healing touch of massage. Now, the same way that I'm healing you through touch and massage is pretty similar to kind of what took place in the Bible. Oh, one second. I also want to back up emotions too. So while we're releasing stress, that's another thing. You're while releasing stress, you're healing your emotions and you're just getting that chance to relax and getting that chance to relax and reset also comes into play with healing um, through stress in those areas. So that's another benefit. Now, going back to what I was going to say before, this is one area of touch in modern day times that's healing. And now looking biblically about how he how healing took place through touch, we can see that even in Jesus' ministry, there was a lot of touch that took place um, through the Bible. We can see that in the book of Matthew, which is where the majority of Jesus' healings took place, you can see that there was a lot that was done through touch. I mean, even we have in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 8, verses 2 through 3, where we have Jesus touched a leper. And we can see by just by touching him that he was healed. I'll read that scripture to you real quick. And that reads, Suddenly a leper walked up to Jesus and threw himself down before him and worshiped and said, Lord, you have the power to heal me. If you really want to, Jesus reached, if you really want to, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the leper. And he said, of course, I want to heal you. Be healed. And instantly all the signs of leprosy had disappeared. So just by the power through Jesus's hands, he was able to heal and touch him. We have that same power within our hands today, believe it or not. The Bible says um, that we will do greater things. What is it? It's greater. We will do greater. I have the verse right here. I'm sorry, guys. It's John 14, 12. We will do greater works than he did. So we have that same ability to lay hands on people, to heal them, to touch them, to bring the same type of healing to them that Jesus did. Um, it's all about faith. It's not just about the touch itself. I mean, it's definitely faith related too. I mean, everything in Christianity is really faith related. And um, we can see some scriptures also in Matthew that combined both faith and healing. For example, you have in Matthew, let's see, we have in Matthew uh, verses 9 through 27. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 9 verses 27 and 29. Please excuse me, my notes are a little bit uh, 
all over the place here. But this is just a verse where Jesus heal, heals two blind men. And basically what happens there is um, two blind men came up to Jesus and they asked him, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit. They asked him, um, Lord, they said, Lord, you're the son of David. Will you heal us? And Jesus asked them, do you believe that I can heal you? And they said, yes, Lord, we do believe that you can that you can heal us. So at that point, Jesus had touched their eyes and he healed them both. And in that scripture right there, that's a scripture that combines faith because of the faith of the two blind men. They believe that Jesus was the Messiah and that combines also Jesus Jesus's ability to touch and heal at the same time. We have that same kind of faith also in um, Matthew 5, I'm sorry, Matthew 8, 5 through 10. And I'm paraphrasing some of these scriptures for the sake of time and not to read the whole entire Bible to you. Most of these passages you should be familiar with. If not, I will give you the references and you can definitely go and read those for yourself. But I'm basically paraphrasing the stories. And in Matthew 8, verses 5 through 10, that's a story of a Roman soldier, a Roman soldier that had a servant and the servant was sick. And the Roman soldier came up to Jesus and he'd asked him um, that he had a servant, that he needed Jesus to heal him. And Jesus' response was, sure, shall I come and then shall I come and heal him right now? And the Roman soldier's response was, I have authority, so I understand authority. And so I believe that, you know, because I have authority and I tell one to go and he goes and I tell another to do this and he does that, I understand authority. And the Roman soldier goes to say, I believe that if you just speak, that my servant can be healed. So in that situation, there was the servant, the Roman soldier was believing that he didn't even need a touch from Jesus. He understood the authority and had the and had the faith to believe that Jesus could just speak healing and that his servant would be healed. And Jesus was so pleased with that type of faith that he told him, he said, it'll be done for you just as you asked. He said, I believe Jesus, were, uh, what he said was, um, because of the faith that you have, you have greater faith than anyone in Israel, what you have asked will be done. And there's another situation that has um, another passage, I'm sorry, that has that same type of belief. And this one involves touch, but it involves touch in a different sense. And I'm sure most of you, again, will be familiar with this one. This is the woman with the issue of bleeding. And you can find this in Matthew 9, verses 20 and 22. And this is a woman that has had a bleeding issue for 12 years, I think it was 12 years. And she said, if I could just touch his robe, that I know I would be healed. She knew the power, again, just like that Roman soldier, she knew the power and authority that Jesus had. And so she just said, if I could just touch his robe, he doesn't even need to touch me. If I could just touch his robe, then I just know that I know that I know that I would be healed. She touched his robe. Jesus immediately felt the power go from him because he felt her faith by her touching the robe. And he turned around and he said, daughter, he said, it will be as you have believed because of your faith, you will be healed. So these are just a couple of scriptures that are not only combining faith, um, not only combining touch, but combining faith too. And that's one thing that I want to touch on too, is that we have healing power 
through our hands in the natural realm whether you're a massage therapist or you're like me that's an esthetician even if you're not doing a job that's hands-on the bible says that we have the authority through the name of jesus that we will go out and that we will be able to do these things and there is a scripture that relates exactly to that. I'm sorry, I'm scrolling down here. Uh, Matthew 10, 8 says, freely we have received. Um, actually, I'm sorry. It says that we must continually bring healing to the sick. Freely we have received that healing. And basically that we are to pay it forward and to pass it on to others. So it's not a question if we can do it or not. It's more so a command. And it's a command that's driven by everything that's driven by just like everything within Christianity, which is our faith. It is the faith of a mustard seed, the Bible says, that, you know, allows us to do what we do. It's all we need is the faith of, the, of a mustard seed. So basically... You have the ability to do this, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a grandmother. All you have to do is be a believer and believe in that faith, you know, and have that faith, I'm sorry, that you can do this in the name of Jesus. I mean, Acts 4.30 is another verse that I like, and Acts 4.30 just talks about the power of the hands to heal by the name of Jesus. So we have the power in our hands by the power of Jesus. That's something to really grasp on right there. If you have a power like that, would you not want to go out and pass it on to others? If you have the ability to lay hands on your grandmother who has a knee problem or even just your children, if you have that power, then you need to utilize that power. And so that's what I come to you with is just talking about the power in our hands. The Bible talks a lot about the laying of hands, and that is what we are to do. And there's, um, like I said, there's a lot of different scriptures that talk more about healing. There's even a story of the leper, and that is in Matthew as well. That is in Matthew 8, 2, and 3, and that's just another situation where there was a leper. Jesus touched him, and he was instantly uh, healed of all his spots and all his body ailments and things like that. And it's just really, it's crazy. It's in crazy. It's crazy. The amount of power that we have as Christians and how we just don't walk in authority. And I just really want to encourage people today to just, you know, step out in that faith and really believe Hebrews 11 1 tells us that faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. So I'm sorry, and to acquire the things that we long for. It is the evidence that's required to prove what is to bring what is unseen into reality. So it's like, really, there you have it. It's the faith is believing in the unseen. I mean, even the Bible says that no one complete can please God without faith. So we've got to tap into that faith. We've got to, you know, just really dive in really deep and just, you know, seek the Lord. Faith is something that is exercised. I know for me, I've been a believer for many, many years, and it's taking a long, long time for me to get to this point. But if you are faithful and you continually seek the Lord, he is faithful and he will bring you to that point that, you know, you will be able to have that faith and exercise faith. I always say like faith is a muscle. 
you know, it starts off really small. You lift your five pound, you know, faith weight, and then you're going to up it and you have another situation. It's going to bring you to a 10 pound faith weight. But each time, you know, you exercise that faith, each time you get stronger and stronger and stronger. So I just want to encourage you to, um, yeah, exercise that muscle. And really, you know what? Like I said, this is not something that is going to be done overnight. So if it is an area that you're struggling, I encourage you to, you know, reach out to the Lord. I mean, reach out to the Lord so that you can receive that healing for yourself, that you can have the faith, I should say, to receive that healing for yourself and reach out to the Lord so that you can go out and pay it forward and bring faith to others. So that is it. That is going to sum it up for today, guys. I'm just going to leave you with a quick, short prayer. I thank you so much once again for tuning in. This is a shorter episode, but don't worry. There's more to come, and we will dive into more issues of wellness and faith in the future. So, yes, thank you so much, and have a blessed day. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for every person listening today. I pray, Lord, that seeds of faith have been sown today, Lord God, that faith will be encouraged and faith will be strengthened by every listener that is on here listening today. I thank you, Father God, for the goodness of your word, and I thank you, God, for your faithfulness. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray an abundance of blessings for every person that comes under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. All right, guys, be blessed and be a blessing. It's been a blessing delivering this episode to you, and hopefully it's been a blessing to you as well. If it has, I welcome you to leave a five-star review to help me build my audience and get my message out there. If you'd like to know more about me, you can follow me in any social media platform. You can find me on Facebook as All Things Skin Organic LLC and on Insta, All Things Skin by Natasha. You can also check out my website, which is www.allthingsskinorganic.net. Until next time, be blessed and most importantly, be a blessing.